You're listening to the Ausleisure Podcast Network. For more details, go to www.ausleisure.com.au forward slash podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Ausleisure Traveller Podcast for Friday the 18th of January. My name is Richard Maguire and this week I am very pleased to be able to speak to Mike Tate, who is the PR manager for Jersey Tourism in the UK. Hello, Mike. Hi, Richard. How are you? I'm very well, my friend. How are you? It's great to be talking to you. It's lovely to be talking to you as well. Um, Mike, I'd first like just to start with, I'd like to ask you a couple of general questions about Jersey. Uh, firstly, where exactly is the place? Well, I don't think you should feel bad about asking that question because um, mo- a lot of people in the UK wouldn't, wouldn't know. <laughs> if you put, play, pin the tail on the donkey, people would expect to see us about 20 miles south of somewhere like the Isle of, Isle of Wight. In actual <laughs> fact, we're only 14 miles from the coast of France in the Bay of St. Malo, some mm. 120, 130 miles south of, of, of England. And we, 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 we nestle in that, that, that bay... Um, above us is Cherbourg, with the most southerly Channel Island, and um, as a result of that, we boast the best sunshine record in the British Isles. Oh, lovely. So, so you are part of the UK then? Well, n- no, it's a bit of a technical thing. We're, um, we're a British Isle, but we're not part of the United Kingdom, so we're, we're, we're fiercely independent, actually. Um, our background stems back from William the Conqueror in the, the, the days of Nor- Normandy, when... Um, the power or influence of the Duchy of Normandy stretched as far as Jersey. Then William the Conqueror um, decided to go and invade England, became king of England, yeah. and in 1204, Jersey folk uh, thought it better be allegiant to the crown. And as a result of the, the allegiance to the crown, we've managed to steer a very interesting level of independence from uh, the United Kingdom. We're, we're, um, we're under British protectorate, so the, the lieutenant governor... Um, presides over uh, the, the interests of the Queen here. But as I, as I have said on a couple of occasions while we've been chatting, we, we are independent. Yeah. And fiercely independent, you mentioned. Well, fierce, not as in snarly, but um, <laughs> fierce as in proud, yes. Indeed. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and it's, would it be um, right to say that it's easy to get to your neck of the woods from the mainland? Well, yes, because uh, we've got a, a huge range of airports that service uh, Jersey, because Jersey has a thriving tourism economy um, mm. and, and, and has had so since early 1900s. Um, and you can get to Jersey from regional airports throughout the UK. You can get to Jersey from Heathrow or Gatwick, but also there is access from Paris by air. And um, if you get your map out and have a little look, you come down to the Brittany and Normandy coast, you will see that you can come up from places like St. Malo or indeed a little bit closer just up that, no- that Norman coastline from places like Carteret or Granville. So it's, it's, quite, it's a great place for, for folk um, from Australia to, to visit if they were perhaps doing a, a French tour and came down to see places like Mont Saint-Michel, which is um, world famous, one of the seventh or eighth wonders of the world. Um, the, the, very close to the landing beaches, so you could pop over to Jersey and then carry on to England, or yeah. start in London and pop into Jersey. And uh, it's, it's a very beautiful place. So it's quite a nice place to de-stress once you've made that huge journey um, south-north. Stop in London, see some of the lights, and then put your bags down here and catch your breath and breathe some fresh air and see some real, real beauty. Sounds fantastic. It really does. 
Now, I, I'm used to Tasmania, which is just south of us here. Now, 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 that, that island is 65,000 square kilometres in size. Uh, what would the size of Jersey be? Did you say 65,000 square kilometres? Indeed, yes. Yeah. Um, we'd probably be the equivalent of a car park in Tasmania. <laughs> Um, we, 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 if we're feeling a little bit put upon and a bit small, we, we, we can sort of play with our statistics. At high tide, we're 45 square miles, or about 65 square, square kilometres. At, um, at low tide, because we've got one of the highest rises and fall of tide in the world here, um, we can start throwing our weight around and we can get up to um, 65 square miles or close on 100, 100 or so square kilometres. Right. Which... Um, it sounds a little bit, you know, who is this crazy talking about tidal ranges here? But it, it is actually important from the point of view of the way the island looks when you are walking around it or, or visiting it. But yeah. um, it's a thriving, um, thriving island. It's it's got a very very vibrant finance industry. Um, it, it compares to places like the Cayman or Switzerland, and that's our biggest industry bar, bar none. And um, then tourism and agriculture. Right. Um. You mentioned that it's quite close to to France, and you you, you benefit from that wonderful climate. Uh, what what would be the best month for uh, an Australian uh, to go and visit there and, and enjoy some lovely warm summer evenings? Well, I, I would recommend coming at my favourite time of the year, which is September. The sea is nice and warm, um, probably mm. not by Australian temperatures, but it's up around the twenty degrees. Um, September then. The, the, the main bulk of, of the tourist, tourists have, have gone, and uh, the island's yeah. starting to settle down. It's a really very pretty time. Otherwise, what we call the shoulder months, which is um, the seasons that bracket main summer, so May June, um, okay. September October, and, lovely, and e- easy enough to get um, a, a bed and breakfast or a hotel. There's 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 plenty of rooms available. On what is, is what I'm trying to say. Yes, um, and these days of technology, uh, you can go online and book direct, and uh, we've got a great website called www.jersey.com, which um, I would recommend to anybody doing a little bit of research on coming to Jersey, and uh, you can actually book a range of of accommodation from from campsites to Michelin-rated restaurants and hotels. We've, We've got... We're actually, I don't want to sound too too um, pompous, but it's quite quite a sophisticated environment here, in terms of a, a very high quality restaurants and hotels. But there's a nice range. Um, you can go to the, the standard bed and breakfast and be very warmly received and not hurt your pocket too badly as well. And that that's always uh, uppermost in 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 my mind. <laughs> and of course, being so close to France, uh, the food would be wonderful. Well, going back to this tidal thing, one of the aspects of the island is um, the sea around us, and it's quite shallow between here and France, and the correlation between shallowness of water, sunshine, mm-hmm. and temperature means that plankton thrives here. As a result, we've got great oysters, we've got a bigger oyster industry here, um, we've got a great wow. lobster, great crab, um, a lot of flatfish, and um, oh. the king of king of the fish for us is bass. Um, and, and and you'll see a lot of that on our plates. Plus, the island actually slopes north to south, mm. and as a consequence, um, it's very w- the soil is very well drained, and uh, we we 
we have a, an extremely valuable and um, important crop to us, which is the Jersey potato, the Jersey royal potato, and mm. that's a beautiful salad potato. And um, there's, a, there's a just, just kind of just underpins the fact that when you do eat in Jersey, there's a, there's a fantastic range of really good local produce. I, mean, I don't wouldn't dare start comparing our wines to some of your be- beautiful. <laughs> products but um we, we produce some wine here too and um quite interesting things like um a type of calvados which is an apple brandy so oh, all lovely. in all it's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a complete experience you get um quite a sophisticated offering but really good local produce and the other aspect about the island is we're steeped in history so if you go for a walk or amble around on some of our co- coastline you can see evidence of napoleonic fortification and right. um also, interestingly, we were occupied during the Second World War by the Germans, so you you have real evidence of that um, Nazi occupation, which um, is, is is fascinating to many people. And, and and would it be fair to say that there's still people on the island that that lived through that period of time? Very much so. My mother um, is from St Malo, which is just a little bit further south from here, and um, her childhood experiences are are entirely of, of those five years of occupation. Indeed, in St. Marlow, and um, she lost everything and came came to Jersey and was looked after almost as a refugee, um, with with folk who who were farmers and they looked after her and um, those legacies are still very much um, in in her own mind and she's a lady of some seventy five years old so, you know. interesting, very interesting. So she's got some very vivid memories then. She does, and she's passing those on to my grandchildren, her grandchildren, my my, my sons, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's a compelling story. Very interesting. Well, well, I could talk to you at length about that, but uh, we, we don't have time at the moment, unfortunately. Um, but I would like to talk to you about um, tourism and, and, and tourists com- coming over there. Um, if we can look at uh, backpackers, for instance, the, in the, the, the 18 to 26 age group, um, what could they expect to do on the island? Well, we've got a, got a vibrant um, youth community here anyway, and uh, we have one of the earliest, uh, perhaps I'm, I'm being a little bit... Um, stereotypical by mentioning this but we have the oldest surf club in 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 europe right. um, and i mentioned that really because of the quality of, of the beaches and the surf, surf in jersey well you mentioned that the sea was very warm in september so it's it's what am i trying to say it's 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 almost a magnet for then for for, for surfers from australia to go over there and, and and try their luck at the beach if i'm if i'm really practical perhaps um a young australian who's who's first tasting um, Europe um, it would be a lo- lovely place to come and chill out in between the, it, it, whilst you're burning around Europe, mm. gobbling up the European experience and all the culture of, of Paris for example and London Yeah. but um, what, what I'm also trying to say is, is, is it is a lovely place to come and chill out, you could um, as you say backpack uh, come and camp in the island I would come really from the south coast by, by as a foot passenger by sea and you come right. out of Weymouth or Poole and that'll be the most cheap, the cheapest and most reasonable fashion. And then you could go onwards down the southerly route from Jersey to St. Marlow and then catch mm. the train up to Paris, for example, or and then on towards northern Europe, say to Brussels, Germany, etc. Or, or carve south, further south and um, go down to the south of France and then move into places like Italy and, uh, and Spain, for example. So it's, it, what, I'm, what I'm saying in a rather crude way is... is think of jersey as a bit of a stepping stone wonderful and what about if i were traveling with younger kids on a family holiday what would i expect one of the things that perhaps i'm being a bit um 
dad like because I've got a couple of youngsters is is it's a terribly safe place. You, 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 what's on the box is inside the tin. You, so we speak English. Um, the currency is 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 sterling. Um, the kind of <laughs> medical support is is all very understandable and, and very um, very comprehensive. Um, the food is is European, um, mm. and not too too strange for the youngsters. But that that history, that beach, that openness, that sense of security in an island is, is prevalent. So if the weather's really nice, you can go rock pooling and um, or, or oh, and indeed yeah. we've got some fantastic museums in this island with really hands-on interactive. Um, opportunities that if you have if you've brought your children this far north um, it's a lovely place to get a real feel and see for yourself what uh, life must have been like say for evening example in the Tudor times which probably is what um, any father or mother is trying to do when you're bringing your kids up to um, up to England and um, and northern Europe I'd imagine so so many sights to see then yeah it sounds Um, great it's also a, a, a very important location in terms of um, Paleolithic and um, Neolithic man. When man was moving from the stages of, of hunter-gatherer and go, moving more towards a dweller and, um, and a farming culture, um, you can see some uh, huge burial mounds here in, uh, and um, great and fascinating evidence of Neolithic man in the island, and that that fits together with the same range of evidence of man in um, in Brittany. You might might have come across places like Karnak um, and Morbihan, which are seats of this really interesting moment in time um, when man was um, really quite so- peculiarly sophisticated in 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 the way they managed to achieve things. For a small island, it's certainly got a lot to offer. We use an expression here which is a bit of a pinch from Disney. It's sight density. Um, when you go to Disney land, you, Disney World, you, you get a lot in a small place and um, mm. a lot of diverse experiences. And the same is exactly true in, in, in Jersey. And, and, and I guess um, the people uh, love to pull on, uh, sorry, put on an event or two. Um, anything coming up in the next few weeks? Or months? Uh, in the next few weeks, no. Uh, no but in spring, if you, if you, as I say, if you go on to jersey.com and have a little look at our events calendar, we've got some fabulous events. One of the one carnival, floral carnival, takes place in August, which is called the Battle of Flowers. And right. that first started in 1902 and has run, with the exception of the World Wars, every, every year. And that attracts crowds of up to 30,000 people. We've got a, a, an amazing um, air display that takes place in... Um, uh, September, which um, is uh, apparently the single largest air show, free air show in in Europe, and that that's oh, staged wow. in in, the, in a bay that uh, overlooks yeah. the south of the island. And you that would have, be spectacular. Um, three hours of an aero display, plus food festivals, music festivals. We've got a great um, great uh, pop concert that takes place in, um, in in September, which is well worth looking at for for, for young folk. Uh, Kasabian, for example, played there last year. Um, so the ordinary boys, um, really good, good quality top bands, and again, it's um, it has that nice feel about a small island. It's it's not a it's not a Glastonbury. It's um, it, the crowds get up to about six or seven thousand pounds. So it's quite six thousand pounds. I mean six thousand six to seven thousand people. Pardon me. <laughs> um, well, so. 
Very animated calendar of events. Brilliant. Thanks for that, Mike. Uh, Look, such a wealth of information there and plenty for our listeners uh, to be thinking about when planning their trip to Jersey and the UK. Obviously, there's uh, far more to see and do in Jersey than we can cover in this episode. And you've mentioned Jersey.com. I I have. um, One thing that I think if anybody was going to, to... The single greatest reason to come to Jersey is to visit mm. Gerald Durrell's zoological park. It's um it's based here, and its sole raison d'être is the conservation and regeneration of endangered species. So you'd you'd see uh, mountain gorilla, orangutan. Um, only endangered species are are, are in this um the zoological park, and. Uh, just quite remarkable place to come and visit for for anybody on the planet and i would recommend that as being the reason to come to jersey if if you can't find anything else in this in this broadcast to to convince you (laughs) mike thank you ever so much and look well everything that you've spoken about with us in 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 these 20 minutes or so uh, we will put on our show notes so people can go along there and and, and have a look uh, mike it's been very very enjoyable for me to talk to you and and i'm sure all our listeners will appreciate listening to you as well uh, we thank you very much indeed thanks very much indeed okay well that's about it for this episode of the oz leisure traveler our thanks go to mike tate from jersey tourism for his marvelous insights We look forward to seeing you in the next episode where we will be talking to Jonathan Jones, who's going to tell us all about Wales. I'm looking forward to that, and I hope to see you then. Until next time, see you later.